I also say on stage that I told my parents I was gay when I was 18. I sat them down and told them and they said, cool, we're having pasta for dinner. To which I said, I don't think you heard me. I said I'm gay. I can't eat fucking carbohydrates anymore. In reality, it's far more complex than that. But that's the general essence. And I was pretty lucky in that respect. But I do want you to know that not every coming out is a horror story. Although, admittedly, it would have made for much juicier reading. Fuck you for being so reasonable and cool, mum and dad. I started questioning my sexuality when I was in primary school. While I had crushes on plenty of girls, they weren't necessarily romantic crushes. They were more the early stages of my complete and utter adoration of women. As I write in chapter 13, Women Who Inspire Me, I have always loved women. I've idolised them. And I think I confused early crushes on girls in primary school with just thinking women are fucking fabulous. It truly bugs me when people say, oh, you just love women because you're gay. That's a gay thing. I don't think that's necessarily true. I just think I've been lucky, or hashtag blessed, to grow up with really positive female role models in my life, from my mum and my grandma to my sisters, teachers and friends, and Sandra Sully, obviously. I knew I liked the fellas in primary school, but didn't know the word for it till I was in about grade six. That's when I started to hear the word gay being used in a derogatory way. Up until then, I'd only ever heard the word in Enid Blyton books. By the way, what was Enid smoking when she wrote that shit? Saucepan Man? Dame Washalot? Girl, you're smoking too much weed. I knew it was a magic faraway tree, I just didn't know it was a marijuana tree. The word gay never really bugged me. When people said it, I started subconsciously connecting the dots and thought, oh, they're talking about me. But I've always relished being different. I couldn't think of a bigger snub than being considered normal or average. I've always thought of being gay as being special, something that differentiates me from the pack. I get to be part of an exclusive club full of very cool people. I mean, come on, how many shit gay people have you met? Not many, right? Milo Yiannopoulos being a major exception. I was about 13 when I first acknowledged to myself that I was gay. I remember thinking, wow, that's big. This time last week, I was thinking about Mario Kart and Sarah Marie's bum dance. And then I thought, I'm going to park that and come back to it in a few weeks. And sure enough, a few weeks later, I tackled it again and I more or less shrugged my shoulders and went, well, that's settled. I'm gay. I'm incredibly lucky to never have had that internal struggle that so many gay men have. Some have it their whole life and can't quite come to grips with it. It's sadly not surprising that the suicide rate is four times higher in LGBTIQ people than in the general population. On my first day of grade eight, I met a boy called James Hodgins. I knew instantly that he was part of the club too. While we didn't tell each other for a few years, it was an unspoken acknowledgement. I've never asked James, but I think he felt the same way about being gay as I did. It was never a problem, just something that had to be worked out. It was just a fact, like being right-handed or figuring out what you want for dinner. You know you want something, but it's not until your stomach is rumbling with anticipation and that particular something is rapidly approaching that you work it out. (laughs) Gosh. What a metaphor. James was important in my life because we operated on the same wavelength. Like me, he loved women, and we laughed our entire way through high school, talking about all our female teachers, making up fake storylines about their lives, discussing what they'd wear each day, what we thought they got up to in their private lives. To us, they were our own personal versions of the real housewives, the real teachers of Wesley College. At the same time, I was exploring my sexuality online. Thank God I'm Generation Y. I would Google things about being gay. What is gay? I'd type. And up would pop images of Ellen and Elton John. 
I'm pretty sure if you Google what is gay now, a selection of my headshots will appear. I had to resort to the internet back then because there was no education about it in school. None whatsoever. In fact, I don't believe there is much more now. Even in sexual education, we never learned anything about gay sex. I think it's abhorrent and that the education system has a lot to answer for. I can count at least 20 gay men in my year alone, many of whom I've kissed since leaving school, and that's not even including the teachers. For a private boys' school, that is insanity. But it is one of the many areas in which I think my very expensive high school let its community down. As well as Googling, I would trawl the internet and start chatting to random gay men in chat rooms. Nothing seedy, just kind of getting a grasp on the situation. Are chat rooms even a thing anymore? Actually, is chatting even a thing anymore? It's all been reduced to swiping left or right these days, hasn't it? 